what's this about your joints now? You, you can't roll them like Seth Rogen? I mean, no, that guy is so good at rolling joints. Like, that's the that's the thing. But I don't understand how he does it. And a lot of people do it this way, where they'll where they'll roll the paper with the weed, with the dry herb in it, without the filter. And then once they're done and they've got it, you know, all wrapped up, then they'll, like, pop the filter in. I don't get how, how that fucking works. I have to do everything. All, it, has to, it has to be all together all at once. And, uh, and it doesn't come out great. Like... I mean, is it a physical like hindrance or is it a mental thing where you just like your no, it, neuroses say you have to do this together? I think I think it's neuroses. Yeah, uh, a little bit. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say it's a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Um, but like I, I don't roll, roll terrible joints. I roll short little fatties. That's the problem. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> No, no, no comment. I'm trying this new thing where I don't insult every little thing you say, and oh. you're making it very difficult. You're, oh, you're trying to be tactful? I see, I see. Well, sir. This is going to be a really short episode. <laughs> short and fat, like your joints. I am excited, I am excited about uh, this thing. I just got it today. I got, What'd you get? I got an incense burner for my, for my office. Because I have the other one that I was showing off, but I kept transporting it between my living room and here. I was like, you know, I, I'm burning so much incense. Might as well just have another uh, uh, thing for it. Smoke smarter, so, not harder, my friend. What, exactly. Let me see that again. Take a look. Oh, it's a little leaf. Yeah, it's a little leaf. Let me try and get the light on that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And then, oh, it looks like the incense goes in and becomes the stem of the leaf. Yeah. I mean the stem. Ooh. The stem is there. It's just. Oh, it is okay. I couldn't see it because your thumb. Okay. Yeah. It, it, the stem and is there. It just goes. Whoop. Whoop. So yeah. Don't, ask. don't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> it was so sensual. That was such a sensual hand motion. <laughs> I haven't recovered from last week, by the way. I'm still thinking about your commercial voice. Oh yeah. For the weed, for the weed heights. Weed heights. <laughs> Brought to you by drunk thoughts and high opinions. Integrity mm. weed. <laughs> oh man, if we if only Trey Parker and Matt Stone were <laughs> were fucking aware of us, oh, oh, that would be the dream. Gangbusters. <laughs> uh, speaking of weed, what are you smoking tonight? Um, I am smoking the rest of my sativa mandarin cookies, mixed mandarin with a little bit cookies. of pink Kush. Oh, you're mixing it? Mixing it with just a little, it was just the end of my, like the, like the last, like, crumbs of pink kush. Just the, the, the remnants. All right, well, you light that up, and I'm going to introduce ourselves, get that, get the introductions out of the way. Welcome to this week's episode of Drunk Thoughts and High Opinions, the show where two drunken dullards, well, one drunken dullard and another high-minded stoned fucker. <laughs> There's no alliteration there. I like alliteration. Stone son of a bitch. That works. That does technically work. Technically. Anyway, Drunk Thoughts and High Opinions, the weekly podcast that talks about God knows what while inebriated. I am your drunk drunk host. Drunk Thoughts host. One of these days I'm going to get that right. You can just call yourself Drunk Thoughts. I am Drunk Thoughts. Can I though? Yeah, I call myself High Opinions. I'm Graham. I'm High Opinions. Yeah, but you're also pretty high-minded. You're egotistical. Anyway, I am your drunk thoughts, Corey Rokes. I am high opinions, Graham Stadniewski. 
We gotta reduce the syllables in that last name. There's too many goddamn syllables. I know. There's just too many. There's too many cooks. You know. <laughs> too many cooks. You know the what they say? Too many cooks will spoil the broth, but that's not the American way. Did you ever no, watch that? Know. You you you've seen that that uh, too many cooks video? I think I've shown it to you. But you you send me. So much weird shit. I swear I've I I've, no, I swear I've actually like shown it to you in person, not just sent it to you. you too many cooks, too many cooks. It's like a two, it was a 2014 Adult Swim video that was a uh, introduction. It was like the the uh, if you say uh, intro Tim and credits. Eric, I'm gonna leave no, this. It call. was the it was the intro credits to a TV show, um, <clears throat> and the the intro credits never end. Yeah, they, no. It's a 14 minute video of ba- it just keeps going on the intro credits. They keep introducing mm. characters and it keeps changing what the show is. It like goes from like a uh, like a really shitty kind of full house 80s comedy uh, sitcom and then jumps into like a we- like animated show and like British posh show and then it like a serial murderer show and then a sci-fi in space show. It like goes all over the place but it's always the same kind of like uh, 80s intro credits where where uh, people would like turn and smile at the camera <laughs> you know whenever it's introducing Charles their in charge. yeah exactly exactly so tim and eric uh, sorry it's not tim and eric it's not tim and eric it's not it's just it's, adult swim oh i'm sorry is but it eric and tim many, yeah but uh, but too many cooks <laughs> too many cooks is one of my favorite things of all time it will never not make me smile that video has so many twists and turns, inclu- oh like the, the, the halfway through when it when it becomes meta and and like uh, one of the uh, cast members of the show starts murdering the other ones while they're being introduced. And then and then like a woman is running around and her name is and the like the golden name of on her like thing is following her where she goes. <laughs> so it's like always in front of her. And, and then the and whenever they try to introduce the guy who's playing the murderer, the name just like appears in static. It, it gets it's a very meta episode. Like a weird turn. It's a fucked up uh, uh, thing, but it's but the crux of it is that the intro just never ends, <laughs> and it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. <laughs> too many cooks, too many okay. cooks, well, too many cooks. Graham has clearly hit his limit for the evening already, and we're only <laughs> six and a half minutes in, folks. Buckle up. <laughs> it's going to be one of those nights. Christ. What have you been up to this week, Graham? Oh, Besides I've just watching been... videos from eight years ago. I mean, I haven't watched too many cooks in like a year, but um, I've been mostly, <laughs> excuse me, working on, you know, school. <coughs> God, you think you haven't smoked got me before? Got me right there. Uh, I have been doing some very interesting stuff in my black and white photography. Um... Stuff that some uh, grad students were calling advanced shit, and my instructor got so excited. I've literally never seen this instructor get that excited. <laughs> like, and this is a person who gets excited, like a person who's like naturally very excited about you know, oh, you're doing such good work. I really like this. I've never seen this person like go from a, 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 a natural seven all the time to just. 12 <laughs> skipped over 11 <laughs> this was pure excitement of just I feel like, like if you're exciting your professors there might be another conversation to be had here or a really good website you can post some videos to 
It was no the the photos the photos I've been taking I've I've sent it to you but what I what I what I've been doing is um is motion well, hey, blur Graham, photos. Do you have a website we can go look at them at? I will shameless be, plug. Shameless plug. I will be posting these two uh, uh, Mad Musings um, okay. uh, once okay. I am done. The but what I've been doing is I've been playing a lot with motion and low shutter speed on my camera. And, of course, you as a camera uh, buff know, know that when you turn down the shutter speed, the lens is exposed to light for longer. And therefore, the images are more blurred if they are moving. Yeah, that's just science, baby. So I've been playing around with that. And I've also been playing around with. Uh, tricks in the printing bay, in the enlargement darkroom. Um, printing multiple negatives onto one piece of, of RC paper, which is a very fun exercise, I should say. You are going in completely blind. You are using one negative exposing it to a certain amount of light and then taking a completely other negative, getting that into position and praying that it's going to look cool when it comes out. And so far I have been able to make some really interesting, uh, multiple negatives printed onto each other. Yeah. I've seen a couple of them. They're pretty dope. I'm really excited about it. I actually you got made... one that looks, you got like three prints of you in front of a fence. Mm hmm. And it looks really ethereal, kind of like a man lost in time, like glitching into our presence. Yeah. Or just a ghost. But yeah. I like to think of the former just because, well. That's the way I like to think of it uh, uh, visually. Um, uh, <clears throat> obviously, for the, the point of why I'm doing these photos is for a final project in my class. And the whole point about it for me is uh, showing the writer's process. And so that photo is going to, it, it represents kind of the, like, go, all, being all over the place and trying to, like, uh, uh, having ideas and then jumping from that idea to the next one and to the next one and, uh, and feeling like you're representing multiple uh, uh, iterations of, one, of oneself. And uh, another way I'm representing that is I, I took a photo of myself and a photo of a friend in the exact same position, and then I... Uh, uh, just like I said, I, I printed them together onto one, making it one person. And it's really trippy. It looks like we have three eyes, but one of the eyes is really faint because my friend, her head is just very slightly smaller than mine. And so when I was printing it, our heads didn't completely match up, but our left, our left eyes did. So when you're looking at the photo, it looked like this. These are matched up, but then this these eyes are not, and so you can just see the faint shadow of another eye, uh, kind of like on it. the bridge of your nose. It's re yeah, and then the and then the noses are just slightly off. It's really cool. I'm really excited about it. Uh, uh, I never thought that I would be so excited about uh, film photography, like real original film photography. But <laughs> this is really fun. I have to say, cool. It's, it's just so exciting. It. What about you, man? What are you up to? Uh, destroying my liver one drink at a time. Yeah, that's but a good that's way to do it. Pretty much everything I every you know something I do every night there, Pinky. Uh, beyond that, um, worked pretty hard over the last couple of weeks. Got a little nice bonus check, and so I spent that money on hockey equipment. 
and I am playing hockey for the first time tomorrow night, Saturday the 19th at 9.30 or 9 o'clock p.m. from 9 to 10.30 for the first time since 2008. Damn, when you were 19. Not even. Like, I didn't even turn 19 yet. So it's been 14, 15 years since I've last played hockey, and this is going to be interesting. Um, I play goalie in hockey. I, I, was, I, am a go- I was and am a goaltender. So, and I've, I've kept up with my skating. I've skated a lot in the last couple of years, so I'm pretty mm-hmm. comfortable with my balance yeah. my skates. But this is the first time I've full, fully suited up in pads since 2008. So this is going to be an interesting time. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna go for it. <clears throat> I'm gonna go for it. I spent like 800 bucks on used and new pads. I have a very thick cup because that's just necessary. <laughs> Yep. When you got a piece of hard rubber coming at you at 100 miles an hour. And you got to be uh, prepared for everything. Yes, sir. <laughs> so that's that's what I've been doing the last couple of weeks is just hitting up a lot of the, the used and new hockey stores here in the Minneapolis area, just trying to find equipment. So I'm happy to say I've got some. I have my girlfriend coming to town. She's going to watch me play and or take me to the hospital if things go south. My money so. is on the ladder. <laughs> I Me too. so I really want that to happen because I'm putting money down. <laughs> Thanks. Am Dick. I a psychopath? <laughs> well, we knew that before the before much <laughs> you know, before that whole story was conveyed. Uh, beyond that, still just playing some God of War. I'm probably about a quarter of it. <laughs> so I don't think I'm where you're at. So we're oh no not. no I I think you've you've uh, uh, gone beyond me i've been uh relaxing with other games just you know like with anxiety and stuff like sometimes you know a, a, a an intense story like that can can uh weigh on you and so it's no. good to, it can it can uh take it can it. weigh on you <laughs> i'm just like this is fine I, like i said when you have anxiety <laughs> uh, intense anxiety like me it can weigh on you that that, that kind of story uh, especially the the one that kratos and atreus are going through and the the dynamic that those two share so uh uh, uh sometimes like especially during the middle of the week when i'm very busy and a lot of stress is you know weighing on me and i only have you know an hour or two to play a game i have been like relaxing with other games uh games that don't have a story things that are mindless where i can build and farm and you know stuff like minecraft or stardew valley you know so what part of the story is giving you anxiety in broad strokes is it kratos it's not the it's not it's not the the story in general it's not it's it's just the fact that there is a like very very like focused story and you have to be there for it and when I with my intense anxiety, sometimes my mind can like seriously wander when that is happening, and I need to be. It needs to be on a day where I'm like, you know what? I'm here for it. I'm like, I'm my mind's not like on anything else. This is what I want to do. Uh, there because there are often days where it's like, uh oh, my mind is like definitely thinking about five other things, <laughs> and uh, that okay. I I don't want to miss. I really don't want to miss this game. Like I don't want to force myself to play you know, uh, four hours of the game when I'm stressed out and then I forget what was happening during that time because my mind was thinking about other stuff. 
Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. So, so what are the other games you playing or anything on the horizon? Um, well, I did. I decided to check out the new Pokemon games. So you, what is that? Uh, Violet and Scarlet? Yeah, I got Scarlet. Um, uh, okay. I usually just get one of the new ones. I'm not going to play both. Like a normal person? Yeah, exactly. And uh, usually I get the I get the opposite one of what my brother gets. Because we do like we we neither of us grew up with the game, but we kind of both uh, got into it like in our late teens, early twenties. So we kind of found it together, <laughs> and we're like, "Hey, this is something we can like trade Pokemon if we play on opposite games. We can trade the ones that are that are special and stuff like Exclusive that." Exclusive to yeah. edition, yeah, <clears throat> exactly. So uh, that that's usually like my determin uh, my determining is like, oh, I don't care what one is better. That's subjective. <laughs> People can say like, oh, this one's better because it has this Pokemon. It's like that that doesn't matter. Like that one Pokemon is not the make or break of that game. They're both yeah. the same fucking game it's just that like a like they put a giant fucking price tag on both of them for a few tiny differences it's yeah it's negligible yeah you know this is interesting i was reading about this today because i as i said i I haven't known i I didn't grow up playing pokemon i kind of you know had this weird i did I, i had this weird stigma against it so i didn't know a lot about it i was reading about it today did you know that it is the highest it's estimated to be the highest grossing media franchise of all time. More so than Mickey Mouse. And Mickey Mouse has been around since 1928. 1996 versus 1928. They estimate that Pokemon, through all its different things, through video games, through TV shows, through toys, through cards, through all that, has made about $120 billion since 1996. They think that Mickey Mouse, not Disney, the franchise of Mickey Mouse has oh, made then, about, yeah, I totally believe that. about $80 billion since 1928. Yes. <clears throat> Sorry, I thought you were comparing it to Disney. No, 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 like, no, no, no. Hmm. Mickey Mouse, the franchise, not Disney's Mickey franchise, Mouse, the, the Mickey Mouse franchise. And all the characters around Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Pluto and No, I totally believe that. Because, I mean, so I did grow up with the franchise. I did. I remember when Pokemon dropped, and it was, you know, the age of blue and red. Because that's what the states got. We got Pokemon Blue and Pokemon Red. And I remember that shit dropping. And holy shit, fuck, was that just, like, a time to be alive for video games. That game was so epically huge on the Game Boy. And then they dropped the card game, which... My dad still likes to pester me about how I got sucked into the marketing scheme that they brought up. I mean, what a brilliant marketing scheme. <laughs> Literally everything yeah. in the name. Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. That was their tagline. And holy shit, like it just inspired, quote unquote, inspired kids like myself. Yeah. To just, you gotta go out and get the cards because you have to have every single one. You have to collect it all. You have to have everything. And it just put people, kids like me in a frenzy. I was, let's see, 96. I was seven. By the time it really became popular, I was like eight or nine. And, you know, so eight, nine, ten, eleven. My formative years was just full of, like, I got to get everything Pokemon. Like, everything was all about Pokemon. I got to get the games. Uh, They had Pokemon Snap, which, you know, I loved because it was a camera-based video game on the N64. And then you had the Pokemon Stadium games. And I was like, holy shit, I could bring my Pokemon onto the N64 and fight in 3D. Holy goddamn shit, this is fucking amazing. Oh, God. You know, like, 
it was nuts. And so, yeah, I completely can believe that Pokemon has earned more money than Mickey Mouse in terms of character to character franchise. Well, when I, when I, I was at first surprised, but then I took into consideration playing cards and toys plus Mm -hmm. a one over 1000 episode anime. Yep. Those three things alone. <laughs> and the fact that they make they make the same game and charge you twice for it. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes That's three times. A, sometimes three times. Sometimes they're like, hey, here's blue and red. Enjoy it for a couple months. And then they're like, and now guess what? We've got Pokemon Yellow. Yeah, and Yay, it's, it's another color. We com- we combined the two games. Oh, you mean the game that was the, the two games that were the same game already? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They've we done that them. like however many times, and then and then they've gone back and they're like, "Hey, we're re-releasing that same game, but it's just updated. They've remastered a bunch of them." Like, <laughs> oh my god! And then mm. and I mean, and people are gonna fight me on this, but at the end of the day, these games are all basically the same. Yeah. Oh you, yeah, I you start with your starting Pokemon. You go out in the world and you just try to collect however many there are on that roster, plus whatever the back roster is. You might run into a team of ne'er do wells that mm-hmm. you know run across your path, or maybe of a, uh, a, a foe or a rival, mm-hmm. and you're just trying to. And like it's got the same core mechanics, yeah. Throughout, and I mean, granted, yeah, a lot of games can be. You could argue a lot of games are like that nowadays. Like even Zelda or Mario is the same. It's just you know platforms or something. But yeah, that formula hasn't really you know like you know at least some of the newer Mario games have kind of innovative, like Super Mario Odyssey or Galaxy. You know, Galaxy was super innovative and fun at the time. But like only recently, only in like the last two or three generations of Pokemon games. Have they really started branching out beyond yeah. that formula? And it's yeah. and it's not even that much. It's like, oh, well, now it's just like more open world. Or uh, what was that? Pokemon Arceus was not the same style of game. It was much more. I don't even know. It was just. It was different. I remember it was that much. More. It was more open world. It was not an open world game, but it was more open world. It was a sandbox Pokemon, so to speak, um, uh, where you were not, like, you didn't have an objective, like, from what I understand, you didn't have, like, an objective story in the sense that, like, the other ones are, where it's like, oh, you gotta go and complete all the gyms and then fight the, you know, Grandmasters, like, or the Master Trainers, I don't know what it is, but the, but the, the the Elite Four is the the Elite Four, that's title for them, but But, who knows what they're called now. But the, like, that's, that's the thing is, in RCS, it was like, we're, we're just going to, like, let you explore this world, and, like, it was basically a Pokedex game. It was a, a yeah. full market price Pokedex so, game. They and, broke, so let's but say they, but they, they tried took out something what made the new. other games fun. Yeah, and well, we're like we're gonna just uh, bare bones strip it and just I, give you the basics. I'd argue that they took what I find to be the most exciting part of Pokemon, and they took out all the the, uh, the bullshit. really bullshit story. Um, and this is okay. So this is something I noticed today. Um, rolling another joint. That's why my head is. Popping down here, but um, the I oh, I good. really noticed something uh, when I was playing through uh, Scarlet today. I got basically through the the uh, first half of the tutorial, I'd say in uh, uh, Scarlet, and the first thing I noticed, or one of the first things I noticed here, is 
And this is what happens in every single Pokemon game. It always has been like this. They always have a rival for your character. There always is a rival kid. Gary. Who is supposed to be your friendly rival. It's supposed to be like, we're friends, but we're like competitors. And it's it's supposed to be friendly. And the problem with the dynamic and how they've set it up is that that's what they want. And it's never what you get because the, 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 you, the people there, the, the characters that they make to be your frenemy are so awful, such shit people (laughs) that they seriously give you homicidal thoughts because they're not friends. They just straight up torment you. And are like, oh, you did okay then. Well, guess what? I'm going to ass rape you now. And it, <laughs> like, that's what this game does is they, you have. Are you sure you bought the right game? They, the first, <laughs> like, they always have the, you know, they give you the very first Pokemon battle you do is with this rival the, or the frenemy that I'm talking about. Yeah, usually choose what you want and yep. then the rival chooses the opposite. Yeah. And tries to wipe the floor with you. Exactly. Well, what they did here was that they give you the first battle. And they choose the worse one. So I chose a, wa- the, a water um, uh, Pokemon. They chose the fire one. So I decimated immediately. And then they let you explore. They, you do like another few things. You explore a little bit. And you meet back up right at, at the end of like the first half of the tutorial. And, she, and she's like, all right, we're going to you know, do it. We're going to go again. And they did some fucking bullshit. Some serious fucking bullshit in this fight. You're familiar with, like, in the previous games, I think in Sword and Shield and also the, like, generation right before that, where they had the Pokemons get really powered up. Yeah, there was, like, a Loa form. Or, no, there was, like, an X Evolve or something. Like, like a Super Saiyan form that they could take on yeah. temporarily. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they've they've had those basically since, like, 2000. Eight, I'd say. I don't even or think it's that old. Maybe 2013. 15. I think it was in Pokemon X and Y, Why? so that was probably like 2014. Okay, um, that's fair. So, yeah, I, I remember them having that there, but they've always had it be like, okay, once that Pokemon gets powered up, they do like three or four attacks, and then they go back to normal. They did some bullshit here. So you wipe the floor with their first Pokemon, the one that they choose at the beginning that's, you know, worse than you. And then they bring in this, like, Super Saiyan, like, lightning bolt thing that just spams the exact same attack over and over and over again. And and just one or two shots all of your Pokemon. And you can't do anything about it because you, you do like do minimal amounts of damage or they do or it just does all the damage to you all at once. And you can't heal because as soon as you heal, they'll just do damage to you again. And if they do damage to you again, you de- you're dead. There's no winning in the situation. There's no way to like actually win win the fight. It was so Is it fucked. Scripted? It was not scripted. I looked it up and they were like, oh, yeah, you just have to make sure that you have uh, like Pokemon that are uh, not. Uh, like gonna die uh, to lightning. I was like, "Are you damage f- spike?" <laughs> I was or like, a, what? Uh, 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 "What's that called?" Difficulty uh, spike. Difficulty. Like, I knew I started with. But the it team. was like for no reason. It was the still the middle of the tutorial. Just like, Bip, we're gonna fuck you right now. 
very unnecessary very unnecessarily and the, and it, because pokemon is so f- slow paced in terms of like oh throwing your pokemon out and like oh every action is like you know 10 seconds of of, of animation and, and and text scrolling because there's all that going on you're getting more and more frustrated every yeah, time you lose a pokemon because you're going you know one by one through six pokemon it's it was some serious bullshit i did not like it so mm. <clears throat> every Pokemon for me is, and this one is as well, seven and a half out of ten. Every Pokemon for me is a seven and a half out of ten. They they accomplish what they set out to do. They tell a very basic story. You catch uh, uh, pocket monsters, as they're originally supposed to be called. Pokemon is pocket, yep. pocket monsters. You catch some pocket monsters. You got to catch them all. And then you go home, and that's it. Like that's what Pokemon is. It that's it's not trying to accomplish yeah. anything more thing else, and it can't be a ten out of ten when it's not trying to accomplish a ten out of ten. It, the, it it's, it's the best of what it wants to be, which is this a, one, which is as I've heard, I've heard you know I've been reading some of the reviews on this the the new games uh, Violet and Scarlet, and they uh. And they're not great. I'm hearing there's a lot of bugs in this game. Hmm, yeah, and I have heard that too. Issues. And it's like, so here, you know, they're, you know, even at their best, they're not shooting for a great score. But now it's like Game Freak or Nintendo, they're publishing a game that's half cooked. Yeah. That's not good. No. But, uh, going back to your difficulty spike, that harkens all the way back to Yellow when... Because in yellow, obviously, the whole shtick with that one was you started with an electric Pokemon, Pikachu, I think it was called. And you think the first, yeah, right. Uh, the gym, the first gym you go to is a rock based gym, which lightning does shit to rock. And so anybody who played yellow and just played it like naively with naivete and was just like, yada, 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 like just played, you know, first like two hours of the game, you'd get to that gym and just get your ass kicked because your your little Pikachu does fuck all to these two rock type Pokemon. Yeah. And so you uh, so anybody who's like, you know, been around since the beginning, you know that what you have to do or at least what I did was there's a forest uh, between the, the starting town and the first gym that you go into and you got to catch yourself uh, a little something, something that you can evolve and, and yeah. level up to, to use for grass type. And that's what, you know, wipes the floor with a, mm-hmm. for, for against a rock. But it was like, yeah, you hit that difficulty spike right off the bat in yellow and you're like, what the fuck? Like Pikachu sucks dick. Yeah. Well, this was exciting. And apparently, at first, it was only going to be for pre-orders, but they now they've just done it for anybody who buys the game. Um, it, before February twenty-third, I think, if you buy one of the new Pokemon games, they automatically gift you with a Pikachu when you get to the like end of the first part of the tutorial. Mm. Uh, so when you get to the city, uh, like you can go. Uh, online they and they gift you a pikachu as like a thank you because i don't think pikachu is like actually in the game so they're just like here here's a thank you for like buying the game early and it could be coinciding with the uh i think i I saw an article ash in the anime the character of ash just became like the world's greatest trainer finally after 30 years in the lore or something yeah yeah in the lore he's now just like the world's greatest trainer after you know trying for so many years 
So that might be to coincide with that whole thing because, you know, Could Pikachu be. is his buddy. His buddy. Could be. This fucking 10 year old kid perpetually. Yeah. Just, you know, making little critters fight to the death. Whatever. Because, because that's how TV works. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> it, I won't. Never mind. I won't get into this now. I was going to say that it's something to do with Big Mouth. Like, you know, the, how they are actually aging the kids up very slowly, but they are. <laughs> um, uh, well, they reference it too, and they're like, "What's wrong with Bart Simpson? That kid's been fourteen, yeah. or like been <laughs> like twelve for thirty years." <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. I, and I, I I love what they're doing, but that's not what we're talking about here. Uh, um, uh, we will talk about Big Mouth, the new season. Know, yeah, so. yeah, we will. Um, but yeah, like, this oh my God, I'm not I'm, I'm not asking for uh, Pokemon to be anything more than what it is—a game where you catch pocket monsters. In little it's, balls. A like it's a fun RPG. It's a fun RPG. Figuring RPG. out what works against other oh, enemies and, and this worlds game, are pretty rich and in depth. This game does have a really cool concept that I really am excited about. And I'm, a, you know, I'm a big RPG fan. I'm a really big fan of like uh, 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 having teams with you know special abilities and stuff like that, and you know, using them to best of my ability. Mm-hmm. That's why I love Final Fantasy. They they did a thing in this game that I really like. I'm really excited about it, especially for late game. Is you can. Uh, there's a like a computer where you can uh, train your Pokemon in different like abilities, so you don't have to like I'm gonna lose this ability and gain this one. You know, like you don't have to make that decision anymore. Uh, y- uh, like you can always come back later and say like I want this ability uh, now. <clears throat> so if you choose, if you because you can only learn four usually is what the Pokemon mm-hmm. can learn. But if you choose to get rid of an ability, then this computer can bring it back if you change your mind later. Yep. Yep, that's exactly yeah, it. That's nifty. It is. It's very nice. Um, so you don't have any regrets. I'm very excited about it. Uh, it's not like, obviously has no effect on me at the beginning of the game. But mm. once you get into late game and you're like, you know, really concentrated on each member of your team being as powerful as they can be, that's going to be some spicy meet the ball. Be like, man, I really wish I had kept that growl attack. There you go. So, there are a lot of quality of life changes. Um, honestly, this is the the switch to an open world, the switch to more of a like over the shoulder running through the world and just kind of throwing Pokemon uh, Pokeballs out and and or throwing your Pokemon out to initiate the fight instead of like oh, let me like run around until I randomly find a Pokemon that to attack me or whatever like that. This is so much more exciting. Seeing Pokemon just like out and about in the world and exploring it. This is what I wanted from a Pokemon game for a long time, and so I'm very excited about it. I didn't play Arceus because I was busy and I didn't feel like it. Um, and I'm really excited that they took a lot of what they learned in Arceus, the things that that interested me about Arceus, and uh, incorporated it into this game. Okay. While still ma- yeah. while still maintaining the integrity of the original franchise, I saw that. I thought the 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 whole like oh, if you want to initiate a fight, you actually have to like throw the Pokeball, which I thought was cool. It's very fun. And it, and it, it, I I do like the idea of like just seeing the Pokemon out in the wild versus just random encounters, because that just definitely is more world building. So I'm you know I'm sure it's a great game. I'm sure it looks like a lot of fun. I don't know. I haven't touched one of these games since like Pokemon Ruby on the Game Boy Advance back in like 2000. Really? What was that? Like three or four when that dropped. 
And, well, no, I take that back. I did try to play Sun on my 3DS. Mm. And it just, I don't know. It just, it, I played like the first, I played through the tutorial basically and I was like, eh. Hot opinion. I, I, re- I, th- I can't remember if I had Sword or Shield, but the, that generation, I liked it. That's a hot opinion. I know people did not like that generation. I really liked it. It was, it was Pokemon. Like <laughs> it was. It's hard to go wrong when it's Fact. just Pokemon. Like the the thing. The only thing that I didn't like about that game was the fact that it had a lot of really good new ideas that they weren't exploring more, which they are now exploring in this game, in this generation. Mm. So like that. I like there were there was the seeds of what was happening in Sword and Shield, you know, the open world aspects of like, oh, we're going to go from this side to this side and we're going to go through this kind of open world area to get there. Um, That was cool. I liked that. That was a very effective way of 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 like getting started for this. I wish that they had just taken more time and done (laughs) uh, this back then, you know, like this feels. I think I heard somebody say this about Arceus. It. Felt like three or four years too late. Like this idea should have come out three or four years ago, and that's that's exactly what uh, uh, Scarlet and Violet are. Is this should have been uh, what the last generation was, and it wasn't. And so they are either going to perpetually be about four years behind, or they need to seriously catch up and figure out how to make this franchise come into this generation of gaming and not be stuck in the last generation. Because this, even this, these new games feel like, you know, an Xbox 360, PS3 generation. Yeah, kind of. They need to be brought into the PS5 and Xbox series, you know, like the, the, they need to, they need to be taken more seriously. This is a big franchise. For a game, you know, that's first-party Nintendo to have the performance issues it's having. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what really worries me. Like, I'm not worried about being behind, because, again, it's kind of just like you're going to get the same game no matter what. But to have a game that has such performance issues... Yeah. That's what... That really concerns me. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I hope that they drop some patches to fix that for you know all the people who are really devoted to this series and yeah. have sunk you know $60 into a game that's buggy as all hell from all considerations well I mean I've been hoping for three years that they would do it they still they ha- still haven't answered my emails um shocker the there's been no announcement of a Nintendo Switch Pro but there's gotta be something like it coming um, and if not, I think the OLED was what you're getting. But. Yeah, I yeah, I feel like it. Um, but the, I swear, I think the next generation of Nintendo console is gotta be some sort of like improvement on the Switch because they've hit golds. They don't wanna. Uh, and honestly, what if I, I I can see, you know, I just this just hit me. I can totally see this happening. The Switch becoming its own like. Uh. uh like uh, series, so to speak. Like it, it what if like Nintendo its own console line, line. kind of like how the Game Boy 
Yeah. You know, we had the Game Boy and then the Game Boy Pocket and the Game Boy Color and the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, exactly. Game, you know. And then the DS so was, I, th- I think the DS was originally going to be a like Game Boy DS or something like that. And then they changed it to just Nintendo DS. Like, I, like they, they had these ideas for it was the Game Boy was the handheld. Yeah, exactly. Like that. I, what if the Switch becomes that and they, they do release like, you know, the Switch Pro and it's the, you know, 4K version of the Switch. Switch Advance. Switch, <laughs> Switch Advance. That would be great. Um, if they did that, that would be awesome. And then they continued to make, you know, different consoles besides uh, 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 the Switch. Mm. I don't know if they would, but I have said this before. I think that Nintendo, if 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 VR gaming really took off, I weirdly think that Nintendo might be the one because they've always been the the weird consoles. They've always been the ones who do weird stuff ahead of the curb. You know, they always... Uh, yeah, they're the innovators. Yeah, in weird ways. Like the Wii, you know, we, the Wii was doing motion sensor, uh, like, long before uh, any of the other consoles started doing it. Like, the Xbox started doing it, like, four years. <laughs> Xbox 360 started doing it I four years. I remember that uh, E3, when Xbox and PS and Sony, uh, when Microsoft and Sony announced motion controls for the 360 and the PS3. And, and Nintendo's like, this just is like... Innovation gaming. And I go, mm, no, that's what the Wii's been doing for four years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Like, oh my god, it was so embarrassing. Um, and then the I, Wii U. I agree with you that I the think Wii U was virtual, weird. But Wii U, I think, was a half measure where like they had the Wii, and then they wanted to do the Switch, but they were working towards it, and they realized to perfect the technology, it was going to take more time than they anticipated. The Wii U was so a beta pop- console. Yeah, exactly. It was the half measure between the Wii and the Switch to keep Nintendo in just in the conversation for console for console generations. Yeah. Cause if, you know, if you look, you know, like the switch, the Wii came out in what? 2005. And the switch came out 2017. I think that's 12 years where it's like, you have to, you got to do something in there. You got companies like Sony, Microsoft cranking out higher, better consoles. Nintendo, as you mentioned, is known as the innovative video game company coming out with new ideas. Like we got to put out, we got to do something here. We can't just do nothing for 12 years while we're working on this new console. So let's let's combine it. Let's do a half measure and just I, I think they've totally expected to suffer losses knowing that they had a like not such a great console, but they knew they had yeah. something on the horizon that just kept the bank, you know, kept the mm-hmm. banks rolling and kept everything in live. The franchises and, and such. So, oh, like, n- I don't think they put a whole lot of stock in the Wii U. Nintendo's because they knew the Switch was on its way. Nintendo's gotta uh, uh, consciously be taking losses on shit because they're always doing stuff that I'm like, you're gonna take a loss on that, bud. <laughs> do you remember the uh, the pulse reader for the Wii? I do. Yeah, I didn't have a Wii, yeah. but I remember it, like that. Well, it never dropped, but they announced. Yeah, they announced it. It was a, a finger clip that would register your pulse for like games like Resident Evil Four, and the faster your pulse was, the more scary shit would happen because they knew you were on edge. Hmm. Yeah, they they've done some weird shit. Uh, they've done some I weird don't shit. think. I'm gonna disagree. I don't think they'll like. I could see them doing it. Like, I don't agree. Disagree with you there. Like, but. I don't think they're gonna. I do, don't think they're gonna do a switch and then do their another independent okay. console off of that. Okay, they're, they're not the gonna be VR. There? They're gonna do AR. So let me let me clarify. I don't think that they're gonna be the VR people. I think that they're gonna do AR. I think that they're gonna mm. be the innovators of you. You've you've heard about like the idea of like uh, because they've already. <clears throat> um, because you know Nintendo owns Pokemon, they did Pokemon Go. 
That's well, it. no, That's Niantic did that and just under the Nintendo license. Under the Nintendo license. But I can see Nintendo, if, even if it's not Nintendo, like, that's what I'm saying is, like, it was somebody else, but Nintendo, it was under their name. I can see Nintendo going into VR, or AR gaming more and more. And especially if Apple Glasses become a thing. Um, Apple Glasses are probably going to come out next year if they if they announce mm-hmm. in the next month or so. Um, they but, don't. But, but Apple people think that Apple Glasses um, or there's a report that they've gone into production or Apple VR uh, goggles and a- Apple AR uh, glasses have gone into production uh, and will be announced soon. Uh, that's a report from like a By month March ago. March or April. The, um Apple doesn't have an announcement window. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it'll be announced at their next, probably like at their next uh, uh, event. Um, but I can see that if they do like AR glasses and Apple, if they do AR glasses, they're going to be good because Apple yeah, tends oh yeah. tends to not make a product until they know it's going to be actually good. Um, so when they that comes out, you know, Pokemon Go on Apple AR glasses. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Literally, you don't have to use your phone. You're just wearing your glasses, and all of a sudden, there's a little, there's a Pokemon right there. Well, I mean, they already have that on the watch, where you like your watch. If you have Pokemon Go, you can use your Apple Watch to catch Pokemon. Your watch will buzz when you're near something. Sure, and tap it, and it'll just catch it. Sure, but with so the I'm glasses, <laughs> it'll be like you're looking at your screen right up close, or, or yeah. it, like, or it'll be the same thing as holding up Pokemon Go, the screen to sh- to see like, oh, that Pokemon's like here uh, using the camera. So you're not really talking about AR. You're just talking about a display. Well, that's what on your glasses. that's what AR is. Is is sorry. In my mind, augmented reality is. When where like it's not so much seeing the screen it's seeing the pokemon like chilling on your couch yeah that's what it will be like in the same way that when you hold up your phone when playing pokemon go oh, it saying. looks like they're like you're using your your camera to and it looks like the like the image on your yeah. phone is that they're there in the world but you're using Pikachu your phone is to taking do it. A shit on your face exactly and it'll be the same thing with uh with your glasses so see, i i can see mm-hmm. that becoming a thing um I can see that becoming a thing. The only question I'm going to play devil's advocate here is like, okay, well, how do you do that for the rest of Nintendo's franchises? How do you create a Legend of Zelda Breath of the the Wild 3 with AR? Oh, I have no fucking idea. That's why I'm not into (laughs) in-game development. That's not why I'm here. I'm here to to get high and make opinions. Investing in AR and VR and like putting some chips into that game but I don't see them becoming like a forerunner with a third-party console and AR. Now VR, I could see them. I could see the the Switch successor being a VR-based console, mm-hmm. like Nintendo doing a really good job with VR, the way that the Switch has done for portables. I could see them doing a, a virtual reality thing. I don't see AR because again, I just I don't see how you can do a good Mario game. No, I think Zelda that game. they'll. I think that they will do a VR console, like you say. But I think that they're going to also be very uh, big with AR using other I think technology. They'll treat AR kind of like they're treating mobile currently. Yeah, you, exactly. Like mobile phones, and once we get AR glasses from like Apple and Samsung, like the, mm-hmm. once we get those, then it's going to be they're going to take advantage of the those hard. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, that I agree. And they already like. Uh, I think they had what was it Pokemon Let's Go um, uh, a few years ago um, mm. I think back in like 2018 or 2019 they had Pokemon Let's Go uh, which was 
Um, it was like Pikachu and Eevee that were the additions, and oh, yeah. and it was they were basically like Switch versions of Pokemon Go. Yeah, that was a hot piece of garbage. A hot piece of garbage, but I see, and but see, that's something that they tried, didn't work, but that hasn't stopped them in no. the past. No, so they're pretty hardy. Yeah, exactly. Nint- Nintendo does not give up because something failed. Um, they are not pussies. Uh, I can I can at least admire them about that. Why why is somebody giving up a pussy? Uh because they didn't, you know, follow through. All right. They didn't, so somebody who they all, didn't right, try. all right. I want they you to go down harder. to the nearest I have homework for you, Grandma, on this week's episode of Drunk Thoughts and I oh, do you? I want you to go down go down to the local AA shelter and tell them you all quit alcohol, so you're a bunch of pussies. <laughs> Oh, your logic is flawless. <laughs> like, just because you quit something doesn't mean you're a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant, okay? <laughs> yeah, well, think before you speak, all right. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> all those, like, Never mind. I'm not going to go there. That's too dark. <laughs> <laughs> I could I could go further, but I I think I've made my points. <laughs> so. I think you've made your point. But no, yeah, Nintendo they 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 keep trying. You know, they're 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 definitely Thomas the Tank Engine. You know, they 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 think they can. They think they can, and you know they do until they do. Yeah. And so uh, the the Switch, I think, yeah, I I could see them in like another five ten years coming out the new iteration of the Switch, like your Switch Pro that you've been mentioning. Yeah. And but I you know I don't think they'll divulge or diverge the switch into its own console line and then have another main console line because it's like well the switch is so big you kind of have to like if they're gonna hold on to that then they have to make games that'll work on the switch as well as that new console like a new Legend of Zelda like you're gonna have to make a switch version and then another version and like if you're doing like a straight up VR thing. Like, you're going to have to pick one or the other or, you know, again, diverge it like you would a, a mobile, like, Link's Awakening or Oracle of Season and Agent Zelda game versus, like, Ocarina of Time. And so I just don't see them doing that nowadays. Like, the, the turnover time for these games is just so high. You, you can't split your team that, that – like, you could do it back in the 90s and early 1000s because it only took, like, a year to make a game. Mm-hmm. But nowadays it takes four years to make a half-baked game that they pop out with a bunch of bugs. So yeah. let's just hope they don't make that a – you know, make that a, a habit or, you mm-hmm. know, Nintendo's going to go way the, the way of Bethesda. Yeah, yeah. Well, hmm. that brings me to the end of this discussion. I think I'll I'll, I'll – wrap it up on this point. I think that we've got three major <clears throat> players in video game distribution uh, uh, and the ability to play games, uh, I should say. Mm-hmm. So that's Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft through Xbox. What about the Steam? Um, okay, sure, yeah, through PC. But I was kind of putting Microsoft... Uh, uh, as like because they make most or they make the 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 preferred software for people playing <laughs> um mm. on 
but that, that's fair. I'll, we'll add steam I, to I, that. I think you okay. need to throw steam we'll, we'll in there for steam in there. If you're talking uh, distributors. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I, I was mostly talking about uh, like people making consoles, but let's throw steam in there. I think that they are all going to stop being so competitive soon. And here's why. I think that Sony is going to become the de facto console leader. I think that they're just going to take that place, and I don't think that it's going to be a competition. I think Xbox is going to bow out. I think that Xbox is going to start focusing on streaming. Here's why. Have you heard about their recent uh, uh, news about the Keystone? No. So the Keystone was their shelved uh, streaming console that they made, which was uh, they shelved it because it was too expensive. They wanted it to be a $99 price tag. They couldn't make that. So they, they shelved it until they can, you know, make that happen basically. So because game pass has become their biggest priority recently and and they also announced very recently that they lose money on consoles uh, it's like 200 bucks a console, isn't it? They lose like $200 per console that they expect to make that money back on uh, uh, game purchases, accessory purchases, uh, the like, the, uh, and whatever, and partnerships with, uh, with um, uh, companies that make, you know, other accessories even. So they, they, all, they make their money through the back end, basically. And I, that's why I think that they are going to give up on making consoles or trying to be the big console uh, uh, maker. I think that they are going to try and slip into a de facto leader role as the king of streaming in games. I think that Microsoft is going to try and just take that role and say, we'll take this. Sony can focus more on consoles. They'll still do both, but Microsoft will just be more focused on streaming and Sony will be more focused on consoles. And Nintendo, as always, will be focused on whatever the fuck they're doing. (laughs) Steam, on the other hand, has an amazing product on their hand. We've talked about uh, the Steam Deck before. Uh, my Steam Deck has been repaired and is being sent back to uh, my parents' house, which I will pick up at Christmas. Huzzah! I will pick up at Christmas, when, and I will have all the fucking protection in the world for it. Because uh, for the folks who don't know, I got my my Steam Deck. I fell in love with it immediately, playing Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, and then I, I was sick. Uh, I was very sick. I was lightheaded, and I dropped it. And the little piece inside the Steam Deck, not the not the button itself, but the piece that the button connects to on the on the motherboard broke. So that's not something I can repair. So I had to ship that back. And the problem is they only ship to and from the States. So I had to And again, for those who don't know, Graham is up. in. Canada. I am up in Canada. I am just across the border. I'm literally like uh, uh, six miles from the border. But still, that's that's uh, difficult. So he's a hooser. Hooser. And so uh, I had it sent back. It's now repaired. It's on its way back. I'll, I'll be picking that up at Christmas. I think that if they continue with this product, they've got something amazing on their hands uh it's it's so cool 
you it's it's a it's a desktop that you can pick up and play as a handheld if you want to or really actually no no it's a handheld that can be turned into a desktop <laughs> um i it literally those are all curious we are not sponsored by Steam we are Deck, not so no i wrap it i'm up, just buddy. excited about it uh i i actually am thinking about in the future if they if they continue with it what i want to do is instead of getting a new imac i want to get the mac studio you know that the the box and then have three monitors, and I'll have the Mac Studio and the Steam Deck right next to each other, and then that will be plugged in, so I can switch between PC and uh, or, or Windows and Apple. I just want to once again reiterate to any listener that Graham is single. <laughs> he's looking for love, and he's a catch. Not where I was going with that, but sure. Hit him up. <laughs> Drunk thoughts and high opinions at gmail.com. No, it's just drunk thoughts, high opinions, gmail.com. Well, let's find, let's, let's find you a girl. I'm good. Not thanks. three monitors. <laughs> if you start dating your steam deck, it's over. Uh, yeah. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> giving up so soon <laughs> you're 24 I know I don't want to hear it I know it's taken me how old am I 30 30 33 mm-hmm. 33 years to find love uh, good love hate that <laughs> just saying man yeah I know I know it's worth the wait sometimes to find the one that works I know Anyway, bummer uh, note to end on. <laughs> Graham's looking for love, Fuck everybody. Off. That's not what this podcast is. Let's get to the point. Not huh. yet. Corey, where can we find you? Hmm. Where am I? Minneapolis? I guess. Do I have to be? Ah, you can find me on all the social medias. At Roxy Boy, that's R O K E S Y B O Y, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for however long it still lasts before Elon totally shits the bed with Twitter. Oh, oh yeah, Twitter is about to go under. <laughs> Twitter is self imploding worse than fucking Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. So, like, this, you know what? I've never seen $44 billion get burned up so quickly. Right, it's like, like gasoline. I just see that that clip from the Dark Knight of the Joker yeah, riding down. Literally, and what I was fucking cash literally what I was thinking. It's it's it, it's not about the money. Like Twitter was already a dumpster fire. A, he just spent an exorbitant amount of money to make it worse. <laughs> it's about sending the right tweets. Yeah. What about Graham? What about you? Uh, you can find me at uh, outrageous underscore creation on Instagram. You can also find my short stories, my shorter stories, and other writings of that kind at mad under or mad dash musings dot com. Uh, Is everything short on that website? Or uh, most things are short. Yeah, short I'm, not, I'm not putting any. I'm not putting any long form on there. I'm trying to save my long form for 
real publishings. Um, I might put. Uh, I'm thinking about putting some equal, equal time on there, so uh, maybe people mm. want to look out for that. Just some uh, like uh, uh, short stories taking place in the world of equal time, which is a uh, thing that's very important to me. And so, uh, yeah, we'll see. We will definitely see. Can we find your? We need to see your photographs, though. Oh yeah, I think no, you those, some of those. And there's gonna be a, there's gonna be a shorter story to go with every single one of them. Actually, you know what? I'm I'm uh, I'm thinking of doing exactly one thousand word uh, stories for each of the photos because you know what they say. Don't say it. Photos worth a thousand words. He said it. <laughs> Christ! <I'm getting> <laughs> I need to find people find people my own age. <laughs> On that lovely sentiment. I think we're done here. Yeah. I'm throwing in the towel. You're throwing in the towel. Well, I'm rolling. <laughs> I'm sick of you. I'm rolling another joint. So I'm, I just cracked another beer. This is, uh, I'm disappointed. This is a pistachio cream ale from a local brewery here in Minneapolis. Not as good as you wanted it to be. I had a pistachio cream ale out of Chicago. I might even have drank it on an episode, a couple episodes ago, but it was a cream ale, pistachio cream ale of Chicago. That was fucking amazing. This one, no, this one's, it, it's, it's, it's not, I mean, it's beer. I'll still drink it. Don't get me you wrong. Were, you were drunker when you, when you had the other but one. No, no. I drank that thing sober, drunk. Like I drank it like three times the next Wednesday and it was delicious. This one, mm. my first impression is not, not, uh, not very high. I'm kind of disappointed. Well, I'm, I'm sorry about that, mm. bud. It is what it is. Like, again, I mean, it's not horrible. It's just, it's not living up to the expectation that I was hoping for another pistachio cream ale. So it's all good. Uh, fun news, though, uh, if I may. Next week's episode, there is a chance I could be high. Is there now? I am going to a brewery on Sunday that is offering beer as well as drinks with THC in them. Hell yeah. I, I, mean, will, be, I will be drunk thoughts if you be high opinions. It's 5%, so it's not like it's super You're You're heavy. getting a bunch of them, though. I might buy a six pack. We'll see. But, um, you know, we got Thanksgiving next week. We are coming up on the holidays. So maybe we should, you know, give a uh, cross examinations a try. And uh, while we're celebrating Thanksgiving, we're all going to have to take uh, a moment to celebrate Thanksgiving time where we cook a Thanksgiving meal entirely with cannabis infused butter. The more you eat, the higher you get, the higher you get. The hungrier you are, and the better you feel. The more you eat, it's such a cyclical cycle. You get the itis. Ah, the itis. The itis. Anyway, so I will keep you <laughs> folks posted on that one. But I, I saw that this brewery offers some THC brews, and I was like, "Ooh, I might have to pick up like a six pack of that and uh, give it a shot." Or uh, at least, you know, we'll see if it's next week's episode or maybe the week after. But we'll, we'll do we got the holidays coming. So I think, Graham, we should try to do some fun for the holidays. Each episode have a little like uniqueness to it. What do you say? Yeah, I think that sounds like a real good idea. <clears throat> so how's your short and fat blunt going? I can all I see is the top of your head. You kind of I'm not going to tell you what you look like. Mm. All right. I mean. Not bad. 
Just roll that, you know, curl that tip up and put it in your mouth. I've seen worse joints, let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, from me. <laughs> no, no comments. I'm gonna get you a, get you a roller for Christmas. Oh no 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 no! I that I don't I don't use rollers. This is more authentic. Maybe you should. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you too. Thanks Thank you for joining us this evening, everybody. I've been Corey Rokes, the drunk thoughts of this evening's episode. And I am high opinions. My name is Graham Stadniewski. Graham spoken Grams. Good night, everyone. Cheers. <laughs>